please prepare your heart to receive this word. And um, today's message is, are you ready for the best? Because the rapture is coming. If today was your last day on earth, how would you be feeling, how would you be feel standing before Jesus and looking face to face to him? We are living the last days. I know what I'm teaching and preaching. During these last few days, God has speaking into my heart about getting the church ready to meet with the Lord. Studying the prophecies, we can see clearly that God's countdown is coming to an end. Countries all around the world, the world are falling apart. This world has been prepared for the Antichrist's government. And our redemption is near. And unfortunately, many Christians are not prepared. Many Christians, their spiritual lives are dormant, or they are focused on their earthly life alone, or investing on this earth. They are in love with this lost and evil world. They are like the five foolish virgins with no oil in their lamps, and they will get left behind in that day. And I want you to be prepared. This is why I am teaching you. I'm not giving you the day, I'm not, I'm not giving you the time that Jesus is coming. I am only preaching the message of Jesus. The only thing I'm preaching to you. And I have some question to you. Do you know what season we are in right now? Do you know? You must open your eyes to the signs of the times and to be ready for the rapture or maybe for your death that can happen at any second. Are you ready for the best? <laughs> because the rapture is coming. Jesus didn't give, didn't say the day or the hour. But he said, I'm going to give you some signs. And you will know that I am at the door. And then studying the scripture, I can guarantee to you. 
that we are near and we are at the door. And, the, I, and now we are going to read the prophetic sermon of Jesus about his coming. Matthew 24, from verse 3. Please let's read together, all together. We are going to start in verse 3, from chapter 24, in this prophetic Jesus sermon. Verse 3 says, As Jesus was sitting on the mountain of olives, you can read together with me, okay? As Jesus was sitting on the mountain of olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus answered, watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name claiming, I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are what? The beginnings of birth pains. All these, this is important, keep this word. All these are the beginning of birth pain, pains. Now, verse 2. 12 and 13, that talks about you, the believers. Talk about the believers. Because of the increase, verse 12, because of the increase of weaknesses, the love of most will grow cold. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Verse 30, 32 now, 32 to 35. I cannot read all the verse, but I'm going to read some. Now learn this lesson. You have to learn this lesson. The lesson from the fig tree. And this is real, Israel. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves comes out, you know that the summer is near. Even so, when you see, pay attention, when you see all these things, you know that it is near right at the door. Truly I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heavens and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. After the lesson of the fig tree, Jesus begins to describe the scenario that we call the rapture. After Jesus finished finishing 
talking about this lesson of the fig tree. I sp- two, three weeks ago, I preached about that. Go and re- listen. We are at war. At war, second part. I spoke. I'm not going to repeat it again. But we know this fig tree, this fig tree is Israel. And after this lesson that Jesus gave to, desc- to describe the rapture, he's going to start to describe about the rapture. And also what we call, the apostle Paul called being caught away. Let's read now. Uh, verse... Thirty-six. Let's start in verse thirty-six. About that day and hour, no one knows. Not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating, drinking, marrying, giving marriage. Up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is, that is how it will be. It will be. At the coming of the Son of Man. And now, Jesus will talk about the rapture. Two men will be in the field. What are going to happen? One. One will be taken. And another Left. Two women will be grinding with the hand mill. One will be taken and another left. Therefore, keep watch. Because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known What time of the night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have left his house be broken in two. So you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at the hour when you do not expect him. You must be ready. You must be ready. Say to the person next to you, you must be ready. You must be ready. Because of our limited time, I cannot break this chapter down completely. But please, I encourage you to read chapter 24 and 25. And also, if you can, read read the book of Revelation. I am studying all these days, reading many times these books. 
And I encourage you to do it at home, please. We receive a teaching that we read. Many verses here. This teaching about end time is not from just anybody. This is Jesus' teaching. And he is saying, Jesus' teaching. And he is saying, if you want to know how close you are to my return, this is my personal message to you about it. This is the message to you. Jesus said, would you like to know? Read, because this message is for you. Jesus' disciples came and asked him, Jesus, he asked two things. What will be the signs of your coming? What is the signs? And how we will know that we are really in the end of times? Two questions. Important questions. And Jesus said, I'm not going to give you the date or the hour. But I'm going to give you some clues. I'm going to give you some ideas that you will know the right time. And you are not going to be caught by surprise. And this is why I'm telling you, we are near to the end. Be prepared. Jesus began to tell them, that there would be a generation of people that would witness a quick fulfillment of prophecies. When one after another, they would begin to take place. Or what Jesus said is, the generation that witnessed all these things will see my return. The, genera the generation that sees all these things, you will see my return. I'm not here telling you the hour. I'm not telling you the, the day. I, but I'm going to tell you the season, Jesus said. When you see all these things, these signs, and all these signs have begun to take place, know that I am at the door. And Jesus speaks about many signs. He said that there will be false prophets. Mm. False prophets. False religious faith leaders. False teachers and preachers in the churches who are not preaching the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Be prepared. It's easy for you to find some of them. Go to internet, you're going to find thousands. Preaching, not the gospel of Jesus. Jesus said, not Pastor Marsh, okay? People will follow them, these leaders, because they will tell them what they want to hear. Instead of message about eternity and then times. I'm not here. I, you know, I'm not pastor. 
that preach about this earth. Prosperity. Because uh, you have already a great desire to prosper. <laughs> I don't need to teach you to help you to love this world. And come here and teach you. I'm going to give you 10 steps for you to become a prosperous person. But I'm here to tell you, prepare. Serve the Lord. Because one day you are going to be in front of him. And you are going, and you are going to give account how you lived. And I am here to prepare you for that today. You know that I love to preach about eternity. Why? Because uh, I, 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 I listen, or I read one research done by Lifeway. It's one American Institute. And in this, uh, in this research, they, they, they say that only one thirty. One thirty of pastors, Christian pastors from Christian church, preaches or believe in the rapture and preach about it. Can you imagine? Only one thirty of the pastors are preaching and teaching about the rapture. Love <laughs> brothers, did you know that in Every 30 verses in the New Testament says Jesus is coming back. Every 30 verses. Also, there is another fact. The coming of the Lord is referred 1,845 times in the Bible. Hmm. And also in the in the and also in the New Testament 318 and that 1527 in the Old Testament talking about the coming of the Lord. Whoever only one third of the church's pulpit are preaching about Jesus' return. That is astounding to me. Can you imagine? You are driving one road. Every 30 miles. You are going to see a sign. He's coming. You are driving. He's coming. You are driving. He's coming. Awake. He's coming. Because the Bible. If you read from cover to cover. It's telling you, I am returned. Prepare yourself. Let's read verse 7, 8. Chapter 24. Jesus said, There would be wars, and nation will go to war against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world. But... All this is only the first of the birth pains. You may say, but pastor, I have seen these very things happening. 
throughout my life. And Jesus never came back. You may say, Pastor, I have seen wars, nation against nations throughout my life. And Jesus never came back. Yes, there has been signs of the end times all throughout history. But they have never happened all at once like now. Did you get the point? Jesus said, these signs will be like what? Birth pains. Mm. Who, who of you have had birth pains or a child? And you know what I'm talking about. Just woman knows what means this verse. Man doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. But Jesus said that these signs will be like the birth pains. Paul, the apostle, also said the same things. He, sa he said that the end times will be like the labor pains of a pregnant woman. And if you have had a baby, maybe, I, I don't know, but, <laughs> but my wife had. And then I was in the hospital with her. And then I was talking to, uh, to the, the doctor. And Fabiana was screaming. Ah! Ah! And I was talking to the doctor. The doctor said, don't mind, let her there. She's going to be well. She's going to be okay. And then the dog was talking to me. And then, suddenly, the pain stopped. And then she was okay. Oh, thanks God. But after some period, what happened again? What happened? And then, it was 12 hours. Pain stopping back. And then, but... If you have had a baby, you know, in the beginning, you have some, only some discomfort, right? Some discomfort in the beginning. But it's okay. You can manage. But as soon as the time is coming for the baby, what happened? What happened? Two things. First, the time of the pain Start coming frequently. Frequently. It was like from in the beginning, from hour, one hour, one hour to an hour, but then in from 30 minutes, then in 10, 10 minutes, oh, and then wow, don't stop a lot of the and then two things happen: the frequency and the intensity. Okay? The quality, the, how strong. The frequency and the intensity. This is what Jesus said. Oh, for a long time we have had wars, catastrophes, floods, famines, earthquake, wars. But Jesus said, but there will be a time that's going to be frequently. Did you get the point? Then, it's not because I had in the past, but now, if you look back, you are going to see. That is exactly 
how it will be. Jesus said, the generation that see it frequently, frequently, then they will know that I am coming. I am returning. And since the pandemic, there has been one thing after other and the next. Since the pandemic, you need to look what is happening. And Jesus was saying, just like a woman with birth pains, you will also see the signs more and more frequently. And they will intensify. There has always been wars. There always has been false prophets, famines, volcanoes, earthquakes. But Jesus said, when you see all these things again and again, one after another, when catastrophe seems to be intensifying, be prepared because I am coming and you need to be ready to go with me. Be prepared. We are near to the end. Another sign that Jesus gave about the end of time is persecution. And we know that persecution is increasing, isn't it? Persecution is increasing all over the world. The more you stand for Jesus, and the more you stand for the truth, you will be persecuted. Hmm. Stand for the truth. Stand for what is right. You're going to be persecuted. Stand to defend the life of innocent lives against abortion. Stand against what the Bible says, that man is man and woman is woman. Stand against. You are going to be persecuted. This world and our culture is getting more and more wicked and perverse. Don't think this world is going to get better. We are just here for a short period of time. The Bible says our life is like a vapor. We are here for a moment and soon we vanish. And then my teaching to you is be prepared for the best. For the best. This persecution I am talking is not the great tribulation, okay? Did you get what I said? <laughs> this persecution is not the great tribulation. Because the great tribulation will come after the rapture. This is what I believe. And then I'm going to touch a point that some people don't believe, some people believe different. Are you with me? Huh? I said that the great tribulation will come after the rapture. But, but you are going to say, but pastor, Jesus said, in this world we're going to have tribulation. Yes, we all have tribulation, and we are going to have, keep having tribulation. But there is a different thing. The great tribulation will come. 
And this great tribulation will come when? After the rapture of the church. And, the, and there are people who believe different than me. I respect all of them. Okay? There are some leaders, they preach that the church will go through the tribulation. But I don't believe that. And reading this book, I can't believe that. Why? What is the great tribulation? God will pour out his wrath over this earth. Read Revelation from chapter 4 until chapter 19. You are going to see the wrath of God being poured out over this earth. And you are going to see from chapter 5 until 19, there is no record of the church there. Also, Every time that God was about to pour out his wrath, what God did before? He took them out. I'm going to give you some illustration you're going to understand very well. There was a people that lived in Sodom and Gomorrah. Hmm. Do you remember then what happened to that people? No. Before they were destroyed, what happened? God took away then those who were righteous and following him. Did you get the point? When the world was living in a perverse way, and God called Noah. And what God did? Prepare an ark, enter inside. Because they're going to take you out. Then my wrath is going to be pulled out. You are going to see this. How God works. And my point to you is. Why God will punish the faithful ones here? Why? Always God took away first. And then now this is the, the revelation. God said, the end times will be like what? The days of Noah. The days of Noah. Jesus said, and what is the days of Noah will be like? It's the rapture. Why? What happened with Noah? Noah was serving the Lord. And because he was serving the Lord, he didn't went through the tribulation. But what happened with him? <laughs> he was raptured up and up. And the tribulation came over the world. And then this is a beautiful picture of the rapture. And Jesus gave this clue. In the, my return is going to be like the days of, of Noah. Let's read. Then this is why I, I could talk to you for hours. Why? I, I believe also um, uh, Revelation 2.10, if I'm not sure, 2.10, that says God will take, you, you, you take you from the hour that will come, the hour of the tribulation. He's going to take us out of that time of tribulation. And I... But I, I, I have said to you, I'm going to give you, you, you next year, 
many teachings about the end times. Okay, but it's going to be next year, in, the, in the beginning of next year. But let's read verse 12. Verse 24, 12. Another signs of the end times. Because of the increase of weaknesses, weaknesses, the love of most, most, what will happen? Grow cold. Jesus says that many people in the church will grow cold. And many will fall away from faith. Fall away from church and fall away from biblical values. Jesus is speaking here, how the world will go, go grow cold. They are lost. Jesus speaks about you and me. And there are many people, they are in church, but they are following their own ideas. They don't follow their leaders, they don't follow the Bible, they are listening all their ideas, and they are going to get trapped. Because they don't listen anymore. They don't follow the teachings of the Bible. And the love of money, many will, will give away and grow cold. Let's read from verse 36, 39. But about that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, sending to be at the coming of the Son of Man. And in, in the days before the flood, the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying, giving marriage. Up to the day Noah entered to the ark, and they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came. And take them all away. This is how it will be at the coming of the Lord. This is how it will be at the coming of the Son of the Man. It will be like in the days of Noah. What means? It will take place in a day just as one ordinary They will be eating, partying, drinking, marrying, giving marriage up to the day Noah entered into the ark. And suddenly the flood came and many were left behind. And Jesus said it will be happening the same, the, the same way. People, they are going to be busy in their business, working. Oh, today is another day. I have to work tomorrow. Can you imagine? You worried about it too. Because tomorrow you have to work. You have to, ah, tomorrow it's my, my cleaning day. And you're going to be there. You're going to be worried about your life, about your future, about your business, about your money. And the Bible says the return of the Lord is going to be like one ordinary day. A normal day. And he'll come and get many of you not 
prepared. This is why as your pastor I'm telling you, please get ready. Because the end is coming and many will be left behind. Many will be left behind. People will be busy, distracted, preoccupied. You'll be worldly. People will be carnal. Sinning against the Lord. Carnal. They're just seeking the pleasures of the flesh. And Jesus said, my return, you'll be like the days of Noah. I will come to cease to take away those who are prepared. Let's read about the rapture. 39 to 41. Let's read all together, please. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working together in the field. One will be taken, another left. Two women will be grinding floor at the mill. One will be taken and another left. Jesus made it very clear that his return is for those who are waiting for him. And for those who are prepared for the rapture. What did I say? You are going to be with the Lord. If you are waiting for him. And prepared. What happened in the days of Noah? Noah and his family was prepared. Noah was not lazy at home. Because nowadays people, they are lazy, even to serve the Lord. They have time for everything, but no time for the Lord. Have you seen that? People have time to go away, to, to have a fun time, and not criticize, you can have, but don't have time to seek the Lord, even to come to church. On Sunday, so many people don't come anymore. Or when you have the Lord's Supper, they come. Then three weeks, don't need anymore. We have Bible studies. Every Thursday, oh no, I am busy. I have many things. We have pre-meetings, oh, I am busy. And people, they are busy. And this is what Jesus said. It's going to be like the days of Noah. Christ will come only for those who are eagerly waiting for him. What did I say? Christ will come only for those who are eagerly waiting for him. Let's read Hebrews 9.28, please. So also Christ was offered also, also, also for all time as a sacrifice to take away the sins of my people. And let's read out together. He will come again. Not to deal with our sins. But for what? To bring salvation to all 
are eagerly waiting for him. Wow. He will come, not for everybody, but for those who are eagerly waiting for him. This is why the Bible says that we have to, together with the Holy Spirit say, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus, Maranatha. And many people say, no, I have many things to do. I am busy with many things. Don't come, Lord Jesus. This is their prayer. And the Bible says for us to pray, come, Lord Jesus, my beloved. Since the day I born again, I was 18 years old boy with my life totally destroyed. And since that day, 30 plus years, I am saying, Jesus, I am waiting for you. I want to say your face. And I want to persevere until the end. Because the Bible says those who persevere until the end. You know how many people they started well. They started coming to church and they are not here anymore. How many people they are listening the scripture. But they don't take a decision. It's okay. I just visit her in the church. It's okay, pastor. Visitor of the church, you not go to the rapture. Just committed people. And as a pastor, I feel the urge and the need to warn you and to compel you to be ready for the coming of the Lord. He will come again to bring salvation to all who are eagerly waiting for him. Not for everybody. For those who are eagerly. You don't know what means eagerly, I think. <laughs> it's a strong desire. Like the desire when I invite you for a barbecue. <laughs> yeah, say, <"Ooh>, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, a lot of praise of the Lord. But if I invite you, come for the Bible teaching. <gasps> Not too much praise the Lord. <laughs> Do you understand the return of Jesus is imminent? It can happen at any moment. It can happen before I finish this message. Did you know? Yeah. It can happen before I finish this preaching. And some of I hope most of you will <laughs> not be here. Jesus said, I will not give you the hour or the day, but I'm going to give you important clues. That you will know when the time is coming. It's so simple. It's so simple. He said, you, you are not going to get, to, to get this prepared or to be pre not prepared for that day. And then, when Jesus finish, finishes chapter 24, are you with me? Yeah. yeah. 
When Jesus finished chapter 24, he goes immediately to what chapter? 25, 25 of course. <laughs> <laughs> and what is, what Jesus started talking in the, in the chapter 25? Talking about what? He finished 24 and he started 25. And what he start talking about? About the ten virgins. Ten virgins. And then he started talking about the ten virgins that was waiting for the bridegroom. And all, all of the ten virgins knew that the bridegroom was coming, right? All of them, the ten, was they were expecting the bridegroom. But only 50% had oil in their lamps and they were prepared. And that 10 virgins represent the church, not the world. Why? Because when the bridegroom came, the five that was not foolish and was not lazy, they were prepared. When, when they listened, they shout, the bridegroom is coming! And then all of them, oh, what is interesting, all of them they were sleeping. The ten was sleeping. There is no problem for you to sleep. But five had oil. And five didn't. And what? Then the, those who had no oil, oil said, please, give me some of your oil. Can you give me some of your oil? What, what did they say? No. no. Go and buy. Ah, there's a price. And there is some lazy people, they don't want to pay the price. Don't stay at home, <laughs> enjoy life. And then they go and say, oh, pastor, pray for me. Some people say, pastor, could you fast for me? <laughs> I am fasting some days of the week. And uh, then you go and say, could you pray for me, pastor? Of course, I will pray. But in that day, my, my brother, I cannot help you. This is why I'm telling you today, be prepared for that day. Don't live as the foolish ones. Be prepared because our bridegroom is coming and one day we're going to be before him. Be prepared. The next event in God's prophetic calendar is the rapture. Is the rapture. Are you ready? For the best. <laughs> Some people they think about the rapture to see Jesus, they think, oh, I don't like, I don't want. Why? Because you are in love with this world. <laughs> I don't love this world. This world that has nothing good. I am looking forward to be with him. Let's stand up, please.
the rapture, don't walk, please, because I didn't finish, and I have a, and we are going to pray. But the rapture will be the first event to happen. And after, are you with me? And after the rapture, the world will go into the great tribulation. And how about you? What are going to happen? After the rapture, the world will go to the great tribulation. Please, if you are not prepared, you are in trouble. It's going to be so hard. But what are going to happen with you that were prepared? We are going to be in the banquet with Jesus. After the rapture, you'll be in heaven at the reward banquet called the marriage supper of the Lamb. And the world will go in chaos. And the Antichrist will reign for seven years. Then there will be one currency, one government. And if you don't accept the mark of the beast, you could, you could be saved if you don't accept. But it will be very hard. Why? Because you are not going to be able to buy, to sell, to go to the supermarket. It's going to be very hard. Now it's easy. Do you know why Jesus told the parable of the tal sorry the parable of the ten virgins? Do you know why? Do you know why Jesus told us the, that parable of the ten virgins? To teach us that it's possible to think that you are ready for the rapture, but you are not ready. You maybe think that you are ready, but you are not ready. Why? Because the ten virgins were, were waiting for Jesus. But five of them, their lives was not okay. Please close your eyes. And I want you right now to pray. And maybe now it's time for repentance. For you to say, Lord, forgive my selfishness. I am living for this world. Please pray right now and say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I am not living for you. I am living for myself. I am living for my own plans. Forgive me, Lord. Please pray right now. As your pastor, I am I'm crying out. And I am pleading you, please Repent from your selfishness. Repent from your sins right now. You must be fully ready. Ready. And I warn you. <laughs>